Hi guys, it's a surprise Rahalastapa. We're back doing the retro ones. Some of you said you missed them. Some of you are new and want some advice on which shows to listen to. This is a great way to listen to an old favourite or to catch up on some of the best Rahalastapas from the past. I can't believe we haven't done this one before. This is the first appearance of one of the greatest comedy geniuses in the United Kingdom today. Brian Limond, a.k.a. Limmy. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this fabulous retro Rahalastapur. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Leicester Square Theatre. It's nearly the last one of the series. Will you please welcome Richard Herring? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're back. Hello. Welcome to Richard Herring's Leicester Square Theatre podcast. Or as some of the cool kids have started calling I was down in a very cool bar in London, uh, the ice bar in London where everything's made of ice. And uh, the people there were calling it Rahalastapa. Oh, lots of people have caught on with that. So uh, this week's episode, actually, I've done an advert before the show, but these T-shirts hadn't arrived. It's sponsored by uh, the Red Com- Clothing Company or something. Uh, and uh, probably should know, probably should know the name. It's clothes. They've all got red in them. This one's, this one, they can make them special. This one says Red Herring on it. That's clever, isn't it? Because that's my name. And then, look, this is for a mate for my daughter. Uh, which, yeah, I'm not sure, I think it's a bit creepy. Uh, it says adored on it with red on there. Slightly. That's not going anywhere near my daughter, don't worry. So that is, that is, there you go, look, I'll just chuck those on the floor. But thank you. There's an advert before which explains everything that's going on there. Uh, and uh, it's been, uh, I, I was actually having quite a lot of fun with uh, my... Uh, I'll do this first. The Dirty Britcom confessions haven't has, has just opened up again as we're recording this. Uh, although there aren't, there haven't been many for the recent guests, and there isn't many for the guests this time. Uh, but I did went. I went to a bit where it's uh, it's uh, Dirty Britcom confessions where they've uh, edited things out they haven't understood, and I found one on there that says, "I want Histor to eat me out." Uh, <laughs> and the man who runs for Dirty Britcom confessions has said, "No idea what you mean there, dude." Uh, so. Uh, but I can make that happen. I have the Histor uh, puppet. And I, whoever that was, I'm prepared to do that. Maybe you can sponsor an episode of the next series of Rahal Estabar, Rahal Estabar. Thank you, Adam. And I was reading, um, there's been some terrible shootings again in America. I know this is going out in September, but it all have happened again. So this will still be, this will still be topical. Oh, some black people have been killed by the police as well, I expect. So, um, just do it. I'm just guessing, this is my nostril. If I'm wrong, sue me, the, the American police force, but you know what you've done. Uh, but what quite interesting, there's an article about people who were, you know, basically people who go out and shoot uh, people dead in the street uh, and uh, for no good reason. Uh, and because there, sometimes there's a good reason to do that. Tony Blair's, 
Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, gone a bit political there. Uh, but uh, well, uh, there was a great article in, in, in a magazine about this, uh, but the bit that struck me was this, what it says about massacre killers. This is the psychological reasons for murder sprees. Massacre killers, and see if this resonates with anyone, any other group of people you can think of. Massacre killers are typically marked by what are considered personality disorders, grandiosity, resentment, self-righteousness, a sense of entitlement. They become collectors of injustice who nurtured their wounded narcissism, to preserve their egos, they exaggerate past humiliations and externalise their anger, <laughs> blaming others for their frustrations. They develop violent fantasies of heroic revenge against an uncaring world. So, well, I'm just, I'm saying, it's better that I'm doing this podcast. And that's what I'm saying, so just make sure you keep subscribing. If, if I ever kill loads of people in the street, it will be your... <laughs> that's pretty much every comedian I know. That's what's just the, the most terrifying... <laughs> Collectors of injustice. Uh, and uh, I've, been into, I've been listening, my, I've got a tiny daughter, I've been listening to um, Elmo's song. Have you heard that? Go, every, if you just check this out, because I've become, become, once you watch this, you'll never be able to take it away from this. But it's a song from Sesame Street called Elmo's Song, which Elmo has written a song that goes, la 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 Elmo's song, la 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 Elmo's song. He wrote the music, he wrote the words. It's fucking brilliant. Uh, it's, uh, and then Big Bird and uh, Snaff, Snaffy, Snuffyopolis, is that what he's called? He's a new Sesame Snuffleopolis. He's the elephant in the room, quite literally, in this song. Because he's, he's rubbish in it, but they join in as well. But just do check it out, it's worth doing. Anyway, my guest tonight uh, is, I'm obsessed with it, it will come up again, I'm sure that my guest will have some stuff around that. Uh, my guest tonight, probably the reason you're here, because he's best known uh, for his part of Zach Eastwood, in Consylvania. <laughs> we will mainly be talking about that. Will you please welcome ladies and gentlemen, Libby, ladies and gentlemen. I'm hoping he's there. <laughs> Libby's here. Is he here? He's not here. There he is. He's Libby. Thanks everybody, hello. He's Libby, if that is his real name. We'll find that out in the show whether he was christened Limmy. Uh, so, um, Zach Eastwood in Consylvania, what was that all about? That's, the, that's what we're mainly going to talk about. I heard about. that, I heard you saying that for back there. Um, <laughs> I, Zach Eastwood, it was just, uh, nah, fuck it, it's not even worth talking about, isn't it? I'm just a bit of gain opinion on that. Uh, Zach Eastwood, you know, you know who? They all he know, is, that's why they're here. <laughs> all right, uh, they love Zach Eastwood and his catchphrase, one, two, three. <laughs> Yeah, it was woo. Right? I, I love consoles. I, I was asked to. I was asked to be on that, and uh, they said, "Can you do this character, uh, Zach Eastwood? Just basically do your Benjamin voice for the podcast." I don't know if any of you know like Benjamin Bam concepts. It just kind of uh, talks like that. A uh, bit of a kind of uh, Radio Clyde uh, presenter wank. You won't know what Radio Clyde is, but uh, that's uh, Zach Eastwood. So I'm uh, glad you. Zach Eastwood fans are here tonight. <laughs> Good to see you. Thank you. Good. All right, we'll talk about some other stuff then, because there's a lot more to talk. What weighs more, one kilogram of steel or one kilogram of feathers? Uh, well, is that a trick question? Steel? Steel. steel. Yeah, it's steel. Because yeah. it's heavy, isn't it? So, um... <laughs> just definitely... I don't know. I don't know whether, you know, you want... It's... it's 
it's weird for you being down here in London. I know you don't, you don't necessarily <laughs> like London. I don't know whether I want to make you feel at home. Sorry, what? Well, I don't know if I should make you... I don't think I... Because I'm speaking in my English accent here, and I don't know whether I should make you feel... make you feel more at home. I was just thinking of it something else. Hi. I still... It's definitely still right. Right. No question about it. Uh, so, um... Because I can, if you make you feel, I can talk in my Scotch accent if that will make. I go happy. for it. Okay. People were talking about that. Yeah. People were saying. They knew that you'd be excited. I couldn't fucking. I couldn't remember. Um, somebody tweeted the day or yesterday, and they said, "Looking forward to the uh, Richard Heron <laughs> podcast because of what he said about Scotch accent and how uh, Richard Heron and Lemmy were arguing on." Twan, <laughs> I can't fucking remember it. No, I can't, I can't remember what it was. Was that, was that a bad one? It was. Uh, it was sort of weird because it was a. T I was making some joke about living. I was. I was up in. I, I've made this joke for long. This is my Scottish <laughs> accent. Right. I hello. I'm from Scotland. Uh, uh, that. That's a bit. That is offensive because that is more Edinburgh than Glasgow. Let that, me that, I'll do. I'll do um, that, 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 that actually sounds kind of made up north. You okay. know, like kind of like I'll do, a, a, I'll Aberdeen or something. I do Glasgow. So I've had this long-running joke where I do uh, where I talk about Scotch when I'm in Scotland to annoy. I'm trying to do my Fendi face. I'm trying to do my Fendi face. Remember, remember when uh, the Bee Gees were on Clive Anderson? <laughs> I'm trying to do that face, I'm trying to do that Barry Gibb face like that. <laughs> <laughs> I went a wee close up before he fucked off. Man. Nah, it's well, a stitch up. It's a stitch it's... up. Yeah, that's why we give you a handheld mic so you can't. Aye, There's no way you can. Can you do a drop? <laughs> that drop sound? I we need to use it later. <laughs> um, it was sort of an ironic thing that I was doing. Ah, that, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I did that Taking as well. Taking the piss out of it. And then I'd say Scotch, because I know it annoys people that, on Twitter. That uh, might be offensive. Because yeah. they will go, you know, I've been to Edinburgh, the Edinburgh Fringe since 1987, so the idea that I wouldn't know that Scotch people don't like... Ah, you, 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 uh, you've been to Scotland, so yeah. that can it be offensive? So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> can it be? It's like me saying it. <laughs> <laughs> So we had an argument. I don't want it to start up again or anything. Uh, but we had. <laughs> <laughs> Hope I don't look like I've got a kind of resting, uh, pissed off face. Yeah. Sort of like that. <laughs> but I think people were anticipating you, and I was a little bit, just having travelled down here to punch me in the face. I, so I, I thought was I would give you a reason. I thought, does he think that? And I was going to go back here the tweets, but I didn't want it in case nah. I was reminded and I went, oh, fucking hell, I day old, I can't <laughs> I think okay. you talked about it on your podcast, but it was weird because it was. It, but you were really nice, actually, it was no. the, because in the end, because actually I was just arrived in Edinburgh and I was making a joke about it, and then it, right. it picked up, and then a lot of your followers started having to go at me as well. But then you said, and it was before Twitter got really ridiculous, so it was before that kind of real. Right, I. But then you just said, oh, look, you've just arrived in Edinburgh, we should let this go, you just started the fringe, this isn't very nice. So I kind of say at the morning, you then. And then Put them out. So yeah, did a kind of IRA Sinn Féin sort yeah. of thing. Uh, yeah. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, back. Then we'll end, we'll sort this out. We'll have a word with him. But I was, I was in Scotland, I mean, I was in Edinburgh, it barely counts, but I was in Scotland. It's a kind of, it's part of Scotland, I think, officially, but I don't know uh, if there are any Scottish people in Edinburgh. Uh, I don't think there is, actually. No, I don't know. Do you remember in question, question time was in Edinburgh uh, once, it's in Edinburgh now and again, and... Uh, there's all these English accents, and I said, 
remember saying on Twitter, a lot of English folk in Edinburgh and people saying, oh, that is the, the Scottish accent there. There is like that, an English accent there. Except if you're like uh, at a train spotting or something. So. so at the time, I wasn't, I knew you from Twitter, but I didn't really know much about you at the time. So I was a little bit scared that I was going to, and I just arrived in Edinburgh and then I thought, I'm going to be, A, no one's going to come see my show now because the King of Scotland, Limmy, has taken displeasure against me. Aye, Scotland's, uh, uh, West Coast of Scotland's premier uh, flash uh, online video, uh, an online comedian <laughs> crossover act. New Master of the Flash, New Master of the Flash 2002. <laughs> Show you what happened to Flash, isn't it? Flash died. <laughs> But I first prepared. <laughs> I'll just wait for the subtitles to come in on the uh, on the DVD, on the video version. That's what I'm planning. I'm just going to ask the questions again. and I'll go. Oh, that's what he was talking. About. Because I'm like a BBC executive and will not. That's you right. On. This is only going out in Scotland this bit because I don't think the English audiences will be able to understand your accents. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. That's what happened. Let me show you. <laughs> that's what. That's what I was satirising there. That's good. Uh, so the did first that, time I saw. Did, you, that, did that not get the joke? Yeah. No, no, I didn't make it. I didn't, I didn't make it. I yes, know. that's the joke. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Stick a wee vein in that and tweet. Yes, that's the joke. That's what I think. <laughs> Kind of like, kind of like, let me show. That's right, kind of like, let me show. Fucking <laughs> hell, man. Well, let me, thanks for coming. I'll just call it a day there, okay. But actually, that wouldn't the feathers, wouldn't the feathers be this, actually, because there's the one kilogram of feathers, wouldn't the feathers, um, wouldn't they be the same as the steel? Cause, no, because their feathers are like it. Uh, so it's, Steel's, it doesn't make, doesn't make any sense. I still say them feathers. The first time I actually saw what you were doing, I saw a sketch online. You know, that. I did a sketch about that. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I did a sketch about that. It's almost like I'm quoting it. Aye. Uh, That's a joke, right? <laughs> I'll send you a. Why am I here? I can't remember. I'll send you a version <laughs> explaining my jokes and you explain what you've been saying. And, you know, in maybe a 1500 years' time, England and Scotland will be at peace and we can all be friends. Yeah, yeah, this is it. This is, it's all going to hinge on this. Yeah. How this goes. This, 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 this. The referendum was stage one. This is it. This yeah. is this is make or break. Either we get on at the end of this and everything's fine, yeah. or we don't and we split up the country. That's it. Aye, aye, aye. I, I walked past uh, when I was kicking about before I came here. There was I went past Trafalgar Square, and that's where they had the big better together yeah. thing, you know, like uh, Al Murray and uh, Eddie Izzard. Were you there? No. No, I think we're better apart. It's all, it's all nice and happy. I remember seeing it on the tail and a big kind of loving thing. It's fucking, it's really worked out well with that, isn't it? You can Tories till 2020, if not beyond. Tories till infinity and beyond. I was so you're only there, that's sorry. Right. I, I wasn't there. I, I actually, um, I, I kind of want England and Scotland to stay together, but only because I kind of want the world to be one. one. I'd, write, I'd prefer the world to be one country. I, I, I would like but that. You're probably joking, but I would, I would like that if it worked. Would, yeah, but if it's not going to be one country, I'd, I, I would have talked to Tommy Shepherd quite a bit about this uh, last I, year, who's an SNP. Yeah. Uh, he's in our House of Parliament, the English House of Parliament. And... Uh, <laughs> Something they've let him in. They they're not going to let him vote on he all the rules. It. They're not going to. They're going to make sure they don't vote on all of it because that's how democracy works, right? You can 
you vote people in, they go, oh, but you're not, you can't vote on some of the stuff. Yeah. Because you'll you skew it to meet him democratic. Uh, but he convinced, he actually convinced me I was sort of more thinking, I, I, you know, I could see the benefit. And, and actually, I think it will, I think it's going to go back the other way, isn't it? I don't, I don't know. It's, it's really confusing. I care for, see, I, I was asked, I think I mentioned it before somewhere, I was asked um, a couple of times to be in question time. And I thought, I can't fucking do it. It'd be good for a while. It's, it's good in my head. I like the idea that I could kind of um, sort of reenact a yes or no sketch. You know, <laughs> kinda, you know yes or no? I, I, can't, I can't even answer a question. I thought that would be good. But then, other than that, you know, you're sitting there for an hour doing, you know, without a fucking clue. And I thought, I don't want to go on because I don't know about these things and I don't care about these things. Like, see, when I go on about stuff on Twitter about the fucking referendum or something, I've got, a, I've got five minutes, five minutes attention span and then I don't give a fuck, you know, people start replying and go, I don't care. I still don't care. They voted yes or no, I still don't have care. And then, I, and I get confused, you know, the Tommy, Tommy Shepard thing saying yeah. that, uh, I, I can't even fucking remember. Like, well, see what I was about to say, that kind of, it was something to do with the, um, no, it's fucking gone. It's like it was, <laughs> Tommy Shepard said something on Twitter about... What was it, Richard? <laughs> <laughs> I need more information now. It was something about... This is going to be my last go at it. I helps me remember when I did that. What was that again? Uh, you said how... What's it that? <laughs> What's it that? Aye, that's, that is what it was. <laughs> Oh, what's that? He said, well, no, nah, I can't even fucking remember. <laughs> anyway, he made a point, yeah. and I didn't know if, if that was right. And then somebody said, no, he is right, and somebody said, no, he's wrong. And I thought, right, fuck that, I'm out. <laughs> so that's why I don't want to go and question things. Yeah. I think it's a good, I don't really like seeing comedians on question time, I think it's really weird because also even if you know about one thing you're not going to know about all the other when the other stuff comes in and that never happens on question time people don't never go nah don't know, I, about, don't know about this move on to the we, next guy i've got no opinion I, on it this sort of fucks fucks things up for uh, comedy wise if if, the, if they're being too serious if they're it's kind of like like if a pal starts singing at a karaoke or a pal uh, starts singing what's more embarrassing than them uh, being a shite singer, as if they're actually a good singer. You know, they're, you know they've got some voice in them, and they're, they're brilliant, that's actually fucking embarrassing. <laughs> and if a comedy person went on, see if they went on and like, I don't I haven't got a clue, I don't know. I mean, I'm a, I'm a comedian, and I know, and just sort of coming out with funny things, but see if they're actually really serious, and that's actually a really good point, that's kind of embarrassing, it's sort of... <laughs> It sort of fucks everything up, like, who the fuck do you think you are? <laughs> I can do comedy and I'm clever. Uh, I'm well informed and uh, my, opinion, my opinions are valid. <laughs> nah, fuck that. It's good. I think, well, it's all, I think it's interesting because Tommy Shepard, to me, was talking about how if uh, Scotland went independent that it could actually, because I was saying, well, then we're fucked in England if Scotland goes independent because then we get Tory rule forever. But he said it might actually make English people realise there, there was an alternative, which is sort of what's... You know, the, although the, the referendum didn't go that way, the election went that way, and yeah. it, the Scottish National Party do seem like, compared to the other politicians, seem like regular people with, a, with, with principles. 
Um, so it'll be interesting what happens with the... You'll know at home by the stage this goes out, I think, but the, what happens with the Labour leadership and whether that goes... Oh, I, Goes it one way or the other. But, you know, I mean, so. the whole SNP thing, I voted SNP, but I'm always trying to... Trying to um, make sure I'm no... Like, I'm fucking, you know, a blind... Um, like, uh, what you call it? I have a kind of blind faith thing that everything they do is fucking magic because there's some people I follow. I like I've started following kind of right wing people as well. Right nasty fucking bastards. <laughs> like kind of trolls and like horrible people. And because I keep hearing the same thing again and again with people I follow kind of uh, left wing people and they say the same thing again and again and I agree with it. But it's all here. It's like I'm just hearing myself. It's a fucking echo chamber. So it's good to hear these fucking cunts. Then again, because at least they kind of criticise SNP. You only you only get a lot of SNP followers criticise them every now and again. I hear something uh, the SNP saying, like, "Wait a minute, I know that isn't true. I know that isn't true." That Alex Salmon said, so, "Sorry for getting all fucking political here. We'll cut that. We'll cut this out. Right? We'll cut this out. Kind of cut it out from here, mind you. So you got to put up with this shit." Uh, like Alex Salmon said something the other day or yesterday. Um, there's there's three things that will bring on a a referendum. Uh, well, the first thing is the fact that they, they broke the vow by uh, no gain as Devo Max. Sorry, this is really fucking boring, right? <laughs> Just look at your phones, check Twitter or something like that. Fuck it, you, you nod now, Larry. It is boring, get on, mate. Fuck up, starting so funny. Um, and it broke the vow, then he delivered Devo Max, but that wasn't in the vow, you know, this thing on the front of the yeah. daily record. It was just extensive new powers. Which could mean anything. It could mean anything. It could mean uh, you, you get to pick what colour a bin is the, the recycle <laughs> bin. bin. You'll get to do that. We'll, we'll give you that. That's what it could mean. So by him saying that, I thought, that's no, that's no fucking true. And getting people retweeting that. And uh, that isn't fucking true. And you want to get SNP, a lot of SNP people um, criticising that, even though it isn't true. So, I voted SNP, but try not to be like um, the fucking angels. And I'm the same way. I'm the same with the fact that I voted yes. I voted yes, but also thought after it, how, how do we know it would have been all right? Because I, th I followed it through in a kind of flow chart in my mind. Um, we've done, say, we've done kind of shite, Scotland sort of, uh, I don't know, shite for some reason. So we vote yes to try and make things better, and things get really better and richer and everybody's doing really well. Does that not mean you're going to get the Tories sort of coming in? You know, like, <laughs> things are getting rich and powerful, and uh, Scotland's a really powerful nation, and the psychopaths start getting drawn. <laughs> What's going to happen here? And then we're fucked away again. We're actually, doing, we're actually better off being sort of shite. Um, don't, don't, don't come here, go down there. All the psychopaths, go down there. All the power and money's down there. Forget about us. A parasite. We better not be a parasite. Just don't mind us. Um, so maybe if it went well, that would have been a bad thing. Yeah. So maybe it's best to vote no, but actually kind of fucked and uh, what's off. It's okay. Tell that. It's a good point. Tell that to somebody who's just been sanctioned. <laughs> Women makes shocking statements. We're actually better off being uh, sanctioned than that. I just felt, I thought after, after all the Better Together campaign, and it's like, we have to stay together, and then it was like the next, what I couldn't believe, and, and David Cameron, I think uh, maybe, was it, uh, I think it might have been Frankie Boyley was saying this, but he played it like an evil 
genius because the next uh, day he goes oh we're going to have English votes for English laws I we're going to do that and you go we, you just said we're better together and now you're going to make it a separate oh, England oh I'm sorry did I not say <laughs> it's like that bit in Return of the Jedi when the emperor says oh your friend I think you'll find it still quite operational <laughs> even like oh. wait a week it was like the net it was like yeah <laughs> now you know might as well just go ah you fucking idiot ah thanks mm. for the oil ah <laughs> um so the first time i became <laughs> aware of you apart from when you were getting people trying, a bit it, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> apart from when you were trying to get people to attack me in the streets in edinburgh the first oh, thing yeah. i saw of yours <laughs> was, still, uh, still, I'm still doing the groundwork and put some things I on saw, the go. I thought, the first sketch I saw of yours was the nap, because you'd see little things on YouTube, because because your show wasn't on in England, you had, yeah. to, you had to go to iPlayer to find it, because mm-hmm. the BBC are insane. Uh, but I, the first sketch I saw was, it's, it's, I've been watching again today, it's such a brilliant series, Limmy Show is such a fantastic series, and, and it's Wall to wall, fantastic. But the first, the first sketch I saw was the napkin sketch, which was just it, It's almost like, do you remember this? The writing or the, the, napkin the, the, thing the, the guy, the guy at the bar, and he, he yeah. draws like a pair of boobs, and you're mm. laughing together. Yeah. And then you have to draw a fanny it's called, on it. There's a, there's a, it's, what's that called? It's like consequences? It's called. It's, it's got a name. That thing that, is, that doesn't sound like a fun game. Yeah. yeah. Consequences. Got <laughs> <laughs> consequences. <laughs> but it's, it was almost like it's like it felt like a bit like a, a, a sketch from like a European comedy show because it was like an all a silent thing, you know. Uh, sometimes you yeah. get on the ro- Golden Rose of Montreal, but then it was such a weird sketch because the guy you're having a laugh and then the guy, yeah. the guy puts the woman, <laughs> he's, yeah. he's holding up a woman on a napkin basically and pretending it's his head and he's going, and then you're uh, laughing. And then the he, then he sort of then starts away. getting a bit sinister mm. and he sort of goes weird. He gets that a few times. He, he gets uh, Alan, uh, who, did, who, was, um, who was the other guy yeah. in that sketch, he, he said, uh, no, what was that? I think he actually had the fucking pole estate him. The, 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 sketch, the sketch ends with him going up, blowing my wee kiss, and I'm like, and he does it there, and the smiling sort of leaves his eyes. And he said, I think it was a pole, he said, he, uh, he heard that and looked around and, uh, uh, and he got that fucking kiss thing. <laughs> in fact, wait a minute, I'm getting mixed up. I'm talking <laughs> shit, I didn't happen at all. <laughs> I'm getting mixed up. It was the other thing, it was the We Are The Polar Sketch. <laughs> <laughs> Every sketch you mention. I Alan gets that all the time for the Polis, the Polis are doing it. There's a sketch where the Polis lock up uh, Alan at uh, a lamppost and he says, I'm phoning the one. He doesn't say that. <laughs> I say, how are you going to do, mate? Phone the polis. We are the polis. <laughs> he got that shouted to him by the polis. Oh, daddy. <laughs> fuck noise, man. I don't fucking know. Daddy. <laughs> are you just like fuck a Limmy fan who doesn't really know the sketch? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, hold on. It's something like this. Hold on. Uh, but this is... <laughs> It's like such an atypical, it's not like your typical sketch, and that's what's kind of exciting about your show, is I think it's come from a completely different, most things on TV anyway, especially. Your show seems to have come from a completely different place than, than all those. It's very much your individual thing. So how did you, did it sort of start, you started online and you were doing the Edinburgh Fringe? I, I started off, uh, oh yeah, that's a fucking 
boring biography, fucking carry on. Um, I started like, I was a web developer in 1998, 1999, and I made up, I had to like wee flash things. The person who, who you know, grieves with me that Flash died, is there there? <laughs> Fuck, he's died, I know. <laughs> Terrible fucking time for Flash developers. Um, I was, a fl- I was a Flash developer, right? Animations, you know, this is, this is about 10 years ago, 15 years ago, you won't remember Flash. Okay, <laughs> man. Um, I was a Flash developer and then I thought I want to make up my own wee website, put my own wee play things and bits and bobs on. That was Lemmy.com. And then 2002 I got a video camera and I started putting wee sketches up. And then um, like a few years later I made up a podcast because I thought, right, I want to try and get into actually doing comedy things, actually uh, becoming a professional. Uh, I want to be a pro, like you. And, and so when I came back, so when I, when I came back for the trial and I thought, right, this is it, and I made the podcast up and then like Dee Dee was in it and Jacqueline was in it and then uh, kind of one thing led to another and I got a pilot. No, I'm missing out the stand-up bit. Got well, a stand-up actually, show. Uh, I, thanks for interrupting me because I was fucking going on a wee bit there. I just, this might be, the cash for questions, someone's paid me £60 to ask you this. He's called Dave Willard. This might be the same thing, so I'll ask it and then... I've actually just asked the question Aye, anyway, and again, I've got but... 60 quid, and that's bad, bad luck to oh, him. Ask him if he would tell a wee story about becoming a comedian again. Do you understand what that means? Uh, does he know what it means? I don't know, maybe. Are you in Dave? Sometimes they're in. Are you in like, Dave? does it mean it? Is he here? No, don't think he is. Sometimes they're here, sometimes they're not. Um, you don't have to answer it, that's his question. Uh, tell just a blown 60 about... quid. Tell a wee story about becoming a comedian again. Well, I don't know if that's tell the story again, or about, about becoming a I... comedian again. It's very bad. Does it say it again? It says again at the end, again. ask him, doesn't he, no, it's not even, he should have asked a question, no, that's not, you just put the question and put ask him, that's, what, right. that's implicit in this a question. Could you ask him if, this is what he says, ask him if he would tell a wee story, now that could be Scottish for small, it could be English for urine, that's what we're, in England that means urine, so I don't know if he's English or Scottish, about becoming a comedian again. There's no right. punctuation. It could be about becoming a comedian, again, because we've told the story so many fucking times. <laughs> or it could be about a wee story yeah. about becoming a comedian again. But that would imply you stop being a comedian at some point. I don't, I don't know. I don't know no. what he means. Okay. See, uh, see Dave Willard, you're a fucking again, idiot. The reason why that, again, is so important yeah. is because uh, every now and again I do a webcam, and I had to, for a wee while I was doing this improv cam, where like, people would sort of give ideas, and I would go and make up a wee story based on that. So if he's saying, tell us a story about being a comedian, right, I would, um, I would then kind of improvise something, right? Yeah. But he says again. Yeah. So he doesn't mean that, so that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I'll, I'll, that's good. I'll talk, I'm glad it's over. Uh, I will... His bit. I will, I, <laughs> what, you're, you're an incredibly versatile performer because you're quite an ordinary looking, regular looking guy. <laughs> Very oh, handsome. But you've got that quite a good, normal face. For a comedian, you're quite a normal looking bloke. But right. you actually, even without, I mean, there's some characters where you're heavily made up and a woman and things. Uh-huh. But then even without that, you're very, the characters you do that are just a guy in the street, they're all yeah. quite different in quite a, a properly acted way. 
I, you're like a really good performer. You're like a proper performer. It feels like you've been trained, is what I'm saying. You know, oh, I, you, can, yeah. you can tell I'm like, do you get what I'm saying? You look normal. React. React to that. Aye. But you're able to turn that, that right. normal face into lots of different You're right, I faces. do look normal. Uh, yeah. What's the next question? <laughs> <laughs> um, aye, I like um, acting and yeah. things like that. <laughs> 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 I like uh, uh, kind of pretending to be other people. Oh, yeah, okay, that's it. Um, it's, well, I it's, like that, but all of mine are the same. That's, so when I do it, I'd be other people, but they just all look the same. But you can actually seem to be able to shift your face around, that's what I'm saying. To Aye. I can do a few different Scottish accents. <laughs> Not even the accents, it's you look different. My favourite character, and there's a lot of reasons What was Lammy's problem with being told he looks normal? <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you notice that? I know what was What was like him getting called normal? <laughs> I'm going to comment to Twitter and see if he fucking reacts to it. <laughs> well, don't call me. You know the worst thing you can call? No. <laughs> All right. You look normal today, mate. Watch this. You look normal today, my man. Watch this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, off he goes, look. I was saying, I'm off. Well, you all right? Just call them normal. Guys are, guys are fruitcake. Guys are fruitcake. Call them normal. <laughs> you fucking call me <laughs> my favourite character that you do, and I, there's a lot of reasons why he's my favourite character, is Falkenhoof. Oh, thanks a lot. But uh, it's a very good sketch, but also you're really, really sexy in that really, Thanks a lot. Right, Thank really. It's a fake tan. It's just, you look gorgeous. It's a fake tan. And it's the, is the little beard, is that fake? <laughs> no, no, grow that. The day that sketch first, I have to grow that. <laughs> then we shave after, get back to being normal. <laughs> uh, it's very sexy, Falcon Hoof. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you very much, Traveller. <laughs> hey, they're all right. Greetings, Travellers. But I can watch those sketches, like, I've, I, you, when you find them all on YouTube, I can watch them and then I'll watch them on a kind of loop until I've, I've come. come. Aye, yeah. I thought so, aye. <laughs> How many do you have to watch? If you come, I was worried you would come dressed... It's you, the two sexiest comedy characters that I would like to get into a threesome with me are you dressed as Falcon Hoof and Sarah Milken dressed as Geordie Shaw. <laughs> I think the three of us together, and me just dressed as myself, I'm not dressed as any of my characters. Maybe oh. Histor could come in and eat us all out at the end of it. You see Sarah, Sarah Millican? Sarah Millican, yeah. Dresses Geordie Shaw. So one of her shows, she dressed up as a, in Geordie Shaw stuff. It maybe it's fake tan that just gets me going. Maybe that's. I just, maybe I, I just really love I fake tan. I think it is. I look, I, I, I look kind of better with the fake tan. It was, yeah. It's good because we did that at the end of it. Well, we did. Sorry, let me show finished now. Um, dead, sorry. Sometimes I forget she's dead. <laughs> um, I still speak of her like she's still here. Um, uh, sorry. Uh, I would film that at the end and Raymond Day, the the. Uh, also quite this? a sexy, also a kind of sexy character. With the with the fake tan and everything, and it's crying because I, I really like getting the fake tan on, and my girlfriend once says. Look better with that, that fake tan, and I was thinking about getting it. Yeah. Uh, but the problem with me is I'm kind of going a wee bit thin, 
hair-wise, just at that wee bit at the back there. So you wouldn't fake tan that, so you could have a sort of nice sort of brown skin, but it has a wee white bit that you can... My girlfriend actually photoshopped it that once. We went to uh, somewhere in Spain once, and she put the, the pictures up in Photoshop, and there was one at the back of me, and... Uh, I'm like, oh, wait a minute, my hair looks quite fucking thick. Yeah, I look quite good, and... I was like, wait a fucking minute. <laughs> you done not fucking four I, I, I did a wee thing, I did a wee thing to her. Oh, for fuck's sake. Is it that bad? I, and I can't remember what she said. <laughs> it's nice getting a fake tan. <laughs> and there was meant to be, you tried to do a sitcom with that character. I got fucking uh, knocked back. That uh, Falcon... They're insane. Aye, thanks, they are mate. Insane. Well, why, why, why isn't there any more? Why aren't you doing it? Is it not doing any more? Let me show your choice, or is it? Aye, my choice. Yeah. Uh, I decided today, uh, when I was writing the, the third series, I started to think, well, this is getting a wee bit fucking hard. Like, I was, right, right, what about Dee Dee Day, right? I don't mean when he's to try and write a fucking sitcom, <laughs> right? Then Dee Dee sketches. Dee Dee Day, if he was writing, let me show. That is, that's trippy. I was like, fucking something Dee Dee would think, mate. I thought, right, Dee Dee, um, Dee Dee's never had anybody at his door, right, I'll do that, do that, oh, fuck, I've done that idea in the first series, that idea in the second series for Jacqueline, oh fuck, what you may call it, did that ten years ago. He started kind of run out, and I, I don't, I like trying to come up with original stuff, even if it's fucking no funny. You know, I like, I like coming up with something that's a wee bit, um, kind of unique. Did he see a, a wee bit unique? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, whatever the word is for saying that. Um, <laughs> I, it just be it became a wee bit hard, took us a wee bit longer, and I thought, I know that if I get into a fucking fourth series, I'm going to be dreading it, it's just going to be shite. It'll be like Dee Dee going to Yoker again. It'll be fucking Jacqueline, I don't know, Jacqueline fucking... See, I can't even think of something right now. <laughs> so I thought, right, I'm only there, but I did a Christmas special, and they offered us a, like a summer special, and I agreed to it, and then when the Christmas special came out, I just thought, Nah, fuck, that just seems like that's it. Pilot 3 series, Christmas special, that's me done. And I'm looking forward to getting on with uh, writing my sitcoms and getting my sitcoms made that knock back, knock back, knock back. There was one knock back I got, it was, it was a really, it was a crack knock back. It was this, this uh, sitcom that I wrote the pilot for, and they said, uh, we want you to come down uh, to talk about it, to tell your decision or something like that. Oh, fucking hell, man, that's, this is promising. They wouldn't get us done. Like, they'll know it's four and a half hours and a, a train done. <laughs> they wouldn't get me done just to fucking give me a, like, a knock back, like a 10 minute fucking chat, and then back up. I go, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> when doing the train, my girlfriend's saying, they wouldn't do that. They wouldn't, they wouldn't do that. I know you're right, they wouldn't. God, this is brilliant. Oh, I'm really looking forward to this. And then I go, done. And uh, four and a half fucking hours in a train. And then there's that Dundergrin. And then going in there, and I so, so, so it's a no. Uh, what? <laughs> um, but we would really like this, and we'd really like, oh, I don't fucking want to hear it. He said, no, I'm going to see you later. And I said, I love this, I like this, it's fantastic, it's brilliant, it's magic, but I just love it, it's poetic. It's, it's, it's one of the best things we've ever seen. I'm not going to make it, though. <laughs> but... Uh, it's fantastic. And then, and then this uh, commissioner, that was with this production company there, she said, um, 
listen, would you mind like leaving now? Because I want to chat with thingy about something else. And I'm like, all oh, right, right, aye, um, um, see you later. Going out, you know, you leave them to fucking chat. I think I said 10 minutes, that's generous. I think it was about five minutes. And I go out and I'm like, fuck me, man. And then I, I, I phoned my girlfriend and I said, you were rang, why did you get my fucking hopes up? <laughs> it's not your fault. <laughs> you should have said something about the script. And, um, and that was it, four and a half hours back up the fucking road. Nine hours on a fucking train. And they just texted me, no. <laughs> Two letters, I don't even need a fucking full stop, just... No. All right. Nine hours, man, on that train. That train. <laughs> it's kind of unbelievable. They, I mean, it was a very hot property, the, the me show, wasn't it? I mean, the BBC have been odd with it. I, I, it's, it's odd that they didn't show it in England, isn't it? Well, it, it was originally BBC Scotland, and they yeah. took the, the kind of risk skin as a pilot. They don't know who the fuck I'm. Because if you've never made comedy things or did stand-up or anything like that, you think that, you know, I said there, or they didn't know who I was, you get it in your head that it's other people that do that. It's, you go to kind of comedy school or something, you go to a comedy primary school and then secondary school, you're more in dour comedians, like fucking Hogwarts or something, like, you know, <laughs> pure blood type of thing. And you'll know you're like a mudblood or something like that, you don't really belong there type of thing. It's kind of like that. So I thought... It, like they took, well, they took a kind of wee risk with making a pilot and then they like gave him a series and I thought, I don't think fucking down here would let me do that. We'll give this fucking uh, grown-up fucking Ned cunt a fucking uh, a series. Ah, fuck it, man. Just chuck some money. I don't think they would do that down here at that stage. No, maybe later if I'm kind of... Yeah, even if they didn't do it straight away, which may be fair enough, but once it's been... A success, Aye. and once people in England are watching I Play, I play again, this is great. I mean, it's, it's an unusual show because it's, but that's what I, that's what I like about it. You never know what's coming. I don't think, you know, I think the recurring characters are great, but it's not, they're all, all the episodes are really different, so you never know quite what you're going to get. Some of them are really dark, and a lot of the characters, are, it's, you know, it's kind of, it's that, I just was just watching the one where it's basically Balamori, and he takes his kid uh, back to Balamori. Yeah, Aye. and it's just a giant. The really disturbing thing about it, which is brilliant, is the guy showing you showing him around as a junkie guy, but yeah. then at the end of each bit, you're just sick, black, <laughs> but it's black sick. Aye. It's That's based really on a real guy. That's yeah. based on a real guy who did spew up black sick that I knew and. Uh, I knew it had to be real, because uh, it's just so weird. I didn't see it, but I heard about it. Right. And the person that told me I believe him, it was this guy called Jack. And I think it's all right to say Jack. I don't actually know his son, let me tell you anyway. But it was in Millport when we were uh, teenagers, but he kept on drinking. He kept on drinking with the, the youngsters. Like, we were all 15 getting drunk, yeah. 16, 17. Then we'd go to the pub at 18. But he was still hanging about with fucking, like, he's 18 hanging about with 15 year olds, 19 hanging about with 15 year olds. And I don't think it was any kind of fucking sexual, it, it was an alky thing. Yeah. I wanted to stay outside. And uh, he, he, uh, my pal Alan told us, I was with fucking Jack the other day, man, just mid conversation. He was like that. I, I, so Alan, so, I, so what? <laughs> we could head up there and, and then maybe. Like that, he did, and the way Paul Allen did it, he did it, it was a kind of air the shudder thing. <laughs> and the way he described it, it didn't go down his back, like he was well practiced. Like, <laughs> uh, and uh, 
and he, he said it was black. It was black sick. So I don't know what that is. He, he was like, that's kind of ah, okay. Um, I remember, I think we stayed there at his house once, and the next day he drank tenants, um, like a, a can of tenants in the morning that had been left on the radiator. <laughs> and it was open, so it was flat and wild. <laughs> Drinking and fucking sick at the same time. Well, we could do that. You know, like a, a what do you call it? A, you know, what do you call it? Did you do? You got to kind of breathe out and breathe in at the same time. Wonder if you go like, no waste any drinking time. Out through the mouth, down the nose, drink through the nose. Aye, so Alan, we're going to head up. Look. And it's like the body has processed whatever it's throwing up to be just the only bit it definitely can't do is the black gunk that's Aye. left. That's the only bit it's expelling out. It's not anything. Aye, I don't know what that is. It's kind of like, uh, like, as if he's trying, to, he's trying to spew up the thing that's causing the alcoholism. <laughs> I mean, like, the emotional thing that's causing... It's like kind of poetry, it's art. Like, just, try, can I get to it? It's like one of the uh, studios, like, Ghibli or Ghibli, and, you know, uh, Spirited Away, you know that cartoon? It's kind of like something out of that. There's a black king and it's got a, a mask. It's got a face and going a wee train journey through the, the train at Millport. So it's, it's quite dark, a lot of you. <laughs> it's <Aye>. quite <laughs> laughing at an alcoholic man throwing up black. Yeah. But, it is, but all those things are, are funny. I mean, it's, that's... It is, it's funny to confront those and see those, and it's funny to put that up against, A, up against the Balamora. It's, you know, you've just got these, yeah. the image of all the people, the people waving and then all Aye. the smashed pieces house and stuff. And then there's a little Aye. kid there. So I was watching Balamora a lot because of my <laughs> son, and then I just, I just pictured this, this place fucked. I think it was based on, it was based on, I heard a story that people would take their wains to, um, it, I think the place is called Tobermory. Yeah, that's got the coloured houses and all that, and so the and parents would take their way in there to show them around. This is where Balamore is, and it was in the paper that somebody said to one of the wains, it was something like, um, where does PC Plum live? Is it, I'm, I'm PC Plum, I'm Aye, it's PC Plum. Um, one of the wains said to PC Plum, uh, no, never said to PC Plum, because PC Plum isn't real. Said to somebody in Tobin, where's PC Plum? PC Plum's deed. <laughs> I was in the paper and a few things like that, you know, that kind of fucking. No one used coming in here. And I just thought about how they're all fucking miserable and then, uh, you know, kind of like, that program told the heart of the rescue. Told the heart of You hear that a lot. I heard that a lot growing up about Thatcher. I chucked all the heart of these fucking ducks and that chucked all the heart of this community. It's so fucking funny. Don't snatch I watched a lot of Balamori as well, but it's because I was basically an alcoholic and waking up at six o'clock every morning and I just, that was the only time I was going to get better sleep. Yeah, I was drinking so much in my 30s, I would just, I'd wake up at five or six in the morning and not be able to get back to sleep, so I'd just turn on the telly, and it was always kids' TV. So I watched Balamori and Big How many Little years ago was that? About, roughly? well, it was, it was 10 years ago, maybe. 10? Yeah. So you would have maybe seen Tickabilla? I don't know if I saw no, Big, Big that's Little. that's the one anymore. 
if we had that. What else did you watch? Big Cook, Little Cook. And there was mainly those. I was kind of obsessed <laughs> with a little bit of telly television. I wasn't, but like with I, I, and when you're really still slightly drunk and a bit hungover. Yeah. But I, I went to Longleat and they said they show those programs to the apes. They right, show the right. kids programs. They love the colours and the repetition. Aye. That's all they can. But it was like that. You're sort of mm. watching it and it's driving you slightly mad, as mm. it would do when you've got a kid. But at least you've Aye. got a kid, and that explains I quite why like you're watching. Them. Yeah, and I did. I, I like. Well, I had. Uh, I had. Uh, that, like way, way below, I'm not into way below that much. I don't know if any of have got wins. You probably oh, get, get past Or alcoholics. You don't have to have kids if you just wake up at six o'clock and watch these programmes. <laughs> I just got Big Cook, Little Cook. I became obsessed with it. Mm. Just the songs, the, the way they did it, what the relationship was between the two of them, how they met. Uh, I, I was a bit. <laughs> how their how their cafe works? They just give everything away for free to the big people. Cook, little cook. Is that the one? There's a big cook the big and there's a little, little cook. cook and I and I also wondered whether little one, cook right? was little cook was actually normal size and big cook was like a giant. Is that one I did. <laughs> I because is that a sketch that I did? I because Alan gets that shouted to him all the time for the police. Let me uh, let me ask you. It's it's, it's a, if you haven't seen Limit Show, which everyone here has in the room clearly, um, but um, it's fucking great and it's all on YouTube. You can you can just start off and then it, I, th I think just it, this, it's such right. Even it, it's weird stuff. It's experimental stuff. It's postmodern stuff. Then I was saying to you backstage, even things that like are like the guy talking to the people of the dead, the the guy you were mentioning. Raymond so, Dia. Yeah. That that's kind of a lot of comedians go. Oh, I'll do a sketch about that. But I think even that sketch, it's taken a different take on it because it's like this guy who tells me what's happening to the dead people and it's all really horrible Aye. as it would be so i'd watch yeah. a lot of i watched a lot of that i watched a lot of the psychic stuff and i love it that this, that character's a kind of mix of different uh psychics i saw in the sixth sense with colin fry i don't know if you've ever seen yeah, that this um, like, yeah, there's also this there's also this guy in scotland called the psychic barber <laughs> And it's either him I copied the voice off it or someone else. And he says, do you understand this? He, I think Colin Fry does the thing with the pinky. Yeah, I think he does, yeah. And the psychic Barbara was listening to him one night on the radio and he was speaking to someone and she said, um, and this is a true story, she said, um, uh, he says, yeah, yeah, is it your aunt that's passed his spirit? Yes, man. She, she's taking me to her left leg uh, there's trouble with the left leg or the left knee, is that right? Oh, she did have trouble with her leg, but it was a it was a right leg, it was a right ankle. Ah right. That that'll be because she's putting all the weight onto the left leg. <laughs> That's what he really he's like, he wasn't a fucking joke, that's the real deal. That's he really said I was listening. Oh, fucking hell man. Could at least have said, I'm looking at her from the front. It's my right. <laughs> Aye, aye. As I said, you're right. You got, your, you got mixed up there, didn't you? You'll admit you got mixed up. Aye, I did get mixed up. Well, your auntie leaves a love goodbye. <laughs> but your character isn't, but your character can talk to the dead, it seems. But they, I think that's what's interesting. Because the obvious way to go is, oh, let's do their bullshit, mm. isn't it? But that character is, I can talk to the dead, but they're angry with you for having not turned off the machine. Aye. or they're, She's downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> So. I thought like watching it all the time, it's always nice stuff, nice stuff, nice stuff. I thought, what well, if it isn't nice stuff? <laughs> and you don't, you don't really know, is he communicating with him or is he like a fucking 
a sick bastard and just loves <laughs> going like that, you know, your auntie, you know, your granny's fucking, you didn't stay in the hell type of thing, or um, somebody's, somebody's trying to fucking message you, like, message you? That's something you want, it? I've got to have someone try to message you. Um, you know, a loved one that's passed away is if, come with me, come with me, do you know what you need to do? <laughs> I ain't, I ain't psycho. Because if it's so fucking good at our side, why don't we all fucking jump off edge like lemons, man? <laughs> and why do they only tell us stuff we already know? Why don't they, they could have just said which religion's right, for example, just straight and go, Aye. It's Buddhism. It's Buddhism. Aye. It is Islam. Quick, go do it. It is Islam. Aye, it's less a message and I'll try, I'll try to impress you. Yeah. Like, see, I, I told you I could do it. I told you I could do it. <laughs> you, you, if you go, what's. What's with the red shoes? <laughs> oh, we've got, we've got, uh, red, well, red shoes, bought red shoes all day. Okay, I'll leave a love with you. Like, <laughs> see, I told you I was psychic. I told you I was psychic. If you had to choose between having a hand made out of ham or a armpit that has spent sun cream, which of those things would you choose? You can ask me questions. What was the first one? It was a, a hand made out of ham. A hand made out it's, of ham? Yeah, you can eat it. Right. But it, and it'll grow back, but if you eat it all, it'll grow, take a long time. It's always fresh. Yeah. It's a good Disney go Yeah, it stays fresh because it's grown out of you. Another so one is dead, dead fresh. Armpit. 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 Get as, you get as much sun cream for you, it'll be you, maybe your family. Oh, that? For a year. It'd have to be that. The, the sun cream. Aye. Because I went holiday a few yeah. weeks ago and that would have been good. That would save you like £25 in sun cream. Aye, just convenient have it right what there. What about the hand of ham? That's all that, think of all the ham it would save you over the year. Uh, that's, that's an easy one, that. Okay. Like, to, who would say oh, I'd I, uh, the ham? <laughs> oh, sun cream, man. Fuck that, man. I'll make the ham, thank you. Okay, that's an easy one. Apparently with this one, let's see how easy this one is. <laughs> Right. If you had to choose between, between dating a man who was a six-foot penis... Right. <laughs> he's got a face, but he hasn't got any arms. He's just a penis. And he hasn't right. got any balls. He's got, like, his slug thing right. to move right. around. Or a man who, instead of a penis, he has a tiny man... Right. ...who's looking up at him like that. So he's about six inches high, erect. Yeah. Um, which of those two would you choose to go out with on the, a date? The... the Kind of normal guy with a guy for a cop. Is that because you're normal, so you like him? Aye, because I'm normal. normal <laughs> that, that normal one. Uh, aye, because at least you could then go out with him. Yeah. And uh, people are like turning their heads and pointing and, and all that. You can actually, you're, that's something private between you, is the wee, the wee guy. They don't have to. And do you have any? Do you have any ideas for terrorist atrocities? You ever come up with uh, ideas that could, uh, you know, that would? Because I think terrorists. Are, I think the current crop of terrorists aren't all that good. Well, I just don't think they get that many. You know, given they, uh, if I was a terrorist, I'd want to get like nine eleven numbers. Congratulations to them. Well, but. No, I'm judging them. I'm not saying what they're doing is right, but I'm saying if you are a terrorist, they did pretty well. That was a good day for the terrorists. But since well, then, they haven't done all that well, have they? You, and I think they're all, you know, I think we could take out more. Is it though? Because I'm thinking about ISIS. Yeah. And um, 
But this, this will get a wee bit dark. We'll cut this out so I don't get social <laughs> fucking shamed and uh, Twitter and my career's round my fucking career. Um, but ISIS, like, it's terrible. The things that ISIS are doing uh, is terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> get out the fucking quote. Get out the quote and I've been some of the papers there. There can be no doubt <laughs> that we must fight ISIS with everything we've got, evil, and etc. But. <laughs> um, the see the videos they're making. Now, I've not watched any of them, but just the fucking description, or just the wee, you know the wee kind of still picture before the thing happens. I'm like, fuck me, man! It's, it's, it's terrible. It's the sort of things I do in games, like um, in Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. You know that I used to love uh, Grand Theft Auto Three. I used to love fucking running into the, the underground and uh, chucking fucking grenades at everybody. <laughs> or, or fucking flamethrower. Yes, yeah, going to go down fucking chasing something like <sighs> And getting in my heat, oh, this is really fucking happening. And like, you're getting like, turned on, fucking hard on me and all that. And asking pals, do you ever get hard ons when you talk to people? <laughs> you don't? I heard that, huh? What's that? Yeah. <laughs> I heard that was in there. Stupid game, I hate that game. Um, but, but just with one or two wee things they're doing, um, that's more fucking atrocious than, uh, I hope nobody, I'm sorry to say it's somebody, I hope nobody for 9 11, but I hope uh, there's nobody going, how dare you compare my grief <laughs> to that grief? But that's a numbers thing, that's a kind of a big thing and a big, a big building and all that. It's, it's kind of Hollywood. Yeah. But, um, it's hack. Is that what you're saying? It's a, it's a hack there. The it's other like terrorists were looking at them going, well, anyone could fly a plane it's into like, a it's building. Like, it's, that's it's a big thing. That's easy. But that, that uh, other stuff, that's, that's fucking horrific. You can get your head around things like a person falling for a building, a building blowing up. These sort of things happen. They, they could just happen. Like the gas, the gas explosion, or falling out a window. It happens. But, uh, or you know, the other fucking things. See, when I think about the videos, what is it I actually want? What, what am I meant to do? Right, right. Right, I'm like, fuck me, man, that's, that's terrible. That's terrible, and then I'm like, what, what no? What, what is it there? What have I do now? Yeah. That's like that psychic thing, they just go, look, look what we've done, look what we can do. Like, but what's the, what's the, uh, what's the happen? If we, what happens next? Right, you've sent us a video. God, that's terrible. <laughs> Sorry. You, you were going to say something next. Uh, no, um, shopping into it. We're, we're, we're evil, aren't we? Yeah. So what, what, is he, what would you like to talk about today? Uh, we'll see you later. We'll back with another video later. I don't get, I don't get the point yet, mind you. I don't actually get the point of 9-11 either. Um, I don't think they like, like us very much. You know, why, why, why do we do these things to each other? I don't get the point. <laughs> because then Lemon broke down on stage. <laughs> I don't understand man. Man's hatred of man. I don't understand it's why... The question is old as time, you know? I don't understand why if you've experienced... It, you know, you can say, oh, it's revenge. And, but this is what I was talking about at the top of the, sh the show, this kind of thing about... Uh, and as comedians, we have that idea that you'll you'll avenge a slight on your life through comedy. So, but I think the if you've experienced something terrible, if your reaction to that is, 
I will make other people feel this yep. terrible thing. And that what does what does that say about you? And you know, you would you think, well, I've got to try and stop this happening, not Aye. make someone else experience. So it's you know, it's a human emotion of Aye. revenge. I just I just think they could do better atrocities. That's all. <laughs> I'm just trying to goad them, they and are, I'm also are. trying to help. This our side. If I come up with, I come up with stuff like Barocca. And you could make Barocca and make a book. Actually, someone told me this was wrong about Barocca's because I think you could make Barocca explosive and then add that to water on the plane and then shake it up and make your bomb that way. But, but someone uh, told you me there's a reason. Your actually be fucking done. <laughs> yeah, I don't mean explain your laugh like fucking joke. <laughs> uh, I was joking. <laughs> We just make a Barocca out of explosive. Do you people like like that? But then people are ready for it, so it's good. They make they've made a bomb-proof thing you can put inside planes. But you seen that? That's the new thing in the cabin. Right. They've made a big bag that can exp- if you put a, bl- a bomb in and it blows up, it doesn't blow up the plane. A bag? Yeah. It's like a big bag. You put all the bags inside, and it's and it all expand, and it can take the heat, and it can take the explosion. Where is the bag? It's in the hold. You know, so the whole hold is a massive oh, bag. Oh, right. And then I thought the I thought there was a bag about the size of like a <laughs> thing. I'm like, oh, well, you've got to you've got to hope that the terrorist puts a bomb in that fucking bag. Because they have one in the actual. Pla- if anyone has a bomb on the plane, they can put the they can put the bomb in the bag and then Aye. then close the bag and then go. Oh, hope that. Hope oh, the you could do works. kind of reverse psychology. So you got a bomb, you better better not put it in there. <laughs> better not put it in there. Like. Um, then there's Superman too when he like bizarre and all that he gets him outside, you know, he says to um, Lex Luthor, just try and get them in there. Get them inside that. Luthor, you snake. <laughs> like that. So look, we're talking about, we should talk about your book, uh, which I've been reading, Daft Wee Stories, Limmy by Limmy. Yes. Yours is different than mine. Which that's is the, the real one? That's like the paperback, that's okay. the hardback and which is best? Is it best to get it as a hardback or a paperback? Well, me personally, I prefer the... Can I fucking... Just throwing your book on the floor. It's quite disrespectful. I chucked in a fucking day or something. <laughs> oh, fuck, I'm wearing, that, I'm wearing this T-shirt. It's a tramp. <laughs> that tramp. Tramp. <laughs> you get that, don't you? If you go into the same kind of pub now and again or the same cafe or something like that, you're like... Just realise, wait a minute, I've not been in for a fortnight, but the last time I was there, I was wearing this, man. <laughs> wearing the same t-shirt, what's that? <laughs> so, wearing the same t-shirt. All right, what, uh, what, what can I get you? <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's very funny, the book. Thanks. It's very good. It's uh, what I like, and again, it's a, it's what I like about your show. It's a mix. It's the mixture of stuff. It's the, it's the different kind of voice. Because most people who write a book get a bit poncified because they think, oh, I'm writing a book, so I better make it all poncified mm. and think about it. And, and I think it's quite what I, normal. It's quite a normal. <laughs> it's a normal. It's like a normal like with a normal face. Yes. <laughs> Which doesn't usually have. Most writers don't have normal faces. That is definitely true. Thank if you. You look for any. If you put any writers in a row, their faces are ab- abnormal. Thank you so very if much. you've got some normal people. Uh, but it's, some, of the, some of the stories are like nine words long and some of the stories are several pages long. But it's like if you've got an idea and, it, you, and you, yeah. you do it, how long it lasts. Aye. And some of these things are like... I mean, it's the same as in, your, as in this TV show. It's like some of them are observational ideas that you take a bit further and yeah. some of them are quite fantastical things. Like there's a good one about um, working out whether 
you like the smell of your own shit because you know it's your own shit or whether Aye, your shit is my shit yeah is that story yeah <laughs> that's a good observation about a guy who doesn't if you if you didn't know if you went into a toilet yeah. and you're told that's your shit that you would like it Aye. and if you didn't know it was your shit you might like it Aye, it's a bit it's a bit a guy who goes into a toilet um, and it's fucking stinking and he's like Fuck up, people! Like, you know, it's all splattered and all this fucking carry on. You're like, fucking people are fucking disgusting. And and he thinks about it. And he, and he thinks about you know the guy didn't even stay around long enough to fucking flush the shite away. Like it was so stinking. I know even he could hang around long enough to fucking to flush it. And he thinks about uh, is that possible? Is that possible to actually do a shite so stinking that that even you're disgusted by it? He certainly couldn't remember such an occasion. And then he thinks about it and he thinks, wait a minute, you know, why are we disgusted by other people's shit? But no worrying, even though ours are just as fucking minging as theirs. <laughs> and he thinks about that and he goes on and on thinking about it like, we will only be together as one until we can say that your shit is my shit. <laughs> so that's why it's, uh, your shit is my shit. Yeah. It's a great, it's a, it's a great story. Uh, <laughs> over three, but, it is, but there's, you know, so you'll jump from one thing to the next. There's a thing about basically. Uh, I sort of don't want to. There's so many ones I don't want to spoil because they, they're. It's a, there's a little bit of sort of tales that are unexpected in some of them, uh, mm. and some of them are observation. There's a, there's a lovely one about um, talk where, where, why you don't uh, be rude, why you're never rude to women, why you never you'll say to blokes or you're. Above your oh, the, the feminist yeah, yeah. story. Which I is a great uh, argument about feminism, about why you never say to a, a woman you know, who's got an attractive husband yeah. that you're ugly and you've got a very attractive husband, I, which you would do that to guys. I, and you do that to I, guys I, all the time. I, the story starts with a guy, um, there's this guy called Pete, and he says to this lassie, he calls this lassie one ugly bastard. And I say, what do you think of that then? I say that in the story, what do you think of that then? Uh, Guy's a prick, maybe. Ah, well, you see, this guy actually considers himself to be brand new. You know, about a feminist, a feminist actually. And then he just, because he thinks about how, he, like, uh, like he's watched things like Family Fortunes and things like that, and there'd be like some fucking ugly guy with a, a beautiful wife, and he say, "Oh, you've done well for yourself," and all that. <laughs> What if it was the other way around? You know, fuck it. You've done well for yourself, haven't you? Fucking hell. He goes, why is that? <laughs> so he thinks about why is that? What what has made that come about that that's no fair? And he thinks about it and thinks about it and he comes to a wee conclusion and there's a thing at the end. And a good thing about putting it as a story rather than like an essay is see if I'm wrong, I can just say, well, it wasn't me thinking that it's, it's the guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a story. It's a story for fuck's sake. That's good that you that's good to start the debate, but it's fiction. <laughs> This is fiction. So you don't share the views. Oh, but yeah, that's up to you. I'm going to leave it up to you to say. I'm just interested in hearing what you think. Can hide behind them. Was the meat said it was Pete? It was guy. It was Pete. But I think that's it. But that's what you do in your in your TV show. What you do on your Twitter feed as well. I mean, your Twitter feed is. Uh, kind of a mixture of anger and deliberately being annoying, which I really like. Thanks like you cons Well, you're constantly doing that. I'm listening to Daft Punk, oh, to I. The Sound of the Summer. I love that. I can't, I can't get, I it again today. I can't get enough of it. It's, um, I, that's set up just automatically. It's, it's a shame. 
I mean, originally, originally it, it was like every, run about one o'clock every Friday with it. <laughs> like when it, just after it came out, I think even, it was like 2013, and I kept doing it and I thought, right, I don't want to miss this, and there's a site, if this, then that, where you can set up um, the, the site today, certain things, tweet certain things based on certain things. So I set it up so that every Friday, if today is Friday and the time is quality one, tweet this tweet. <laughs> and, and that's it. So if I get fucking, you know, knocked down out there, I'll still be gone, still be gone. And I say to Lynn, my girlfriend, I say, keep that going. <laughs> In memory of me. Keep it going. Anyway, like when I, he would have been 70 today. <laughs> Bang, there it is, man. Sound of the summer. And then she'll be dead, dead. my son will be a fucking old man, he'll be dead, dead, dead. still gone. <laughs> Keep it going. Like a fucking like a, like Olympic torch. People like, this needs to keep going no matter what. Alien invasion and all that, we need to keep on keep going. It's a symbol, it's a symbol of our resilience. And our use of technology, better mankind. <laughs> Yeah, so it's, it's, you know, but that, that, so the book is full of stuff like this. It's very funny. And like some of them make you think about stuff and some of them are just funny and some of them are, uh, some of them are little tales of the unexpected where you're trying to work out what's going to happen. But, you know, it's, there's, there's a, I don't, I don't want to give it away. Go buy the book and read it. It's very, because it, what's nice about it, I think, is it is digestible in little chunks. Uh, you don't have to read it in any order. You can dip in and out. And it's perfect, perfect for this uh, fast paced uh, in a way well you know uh, needing these short things and all that and uh, it, it's perfect for that it's perfect if you're going on holiday it's perfect for a gift so, uh, so this is actually perfect this is actually perfect I've got I'll, I'll, as well as watching lots of CBBS like watching QVC yeah. and things like that so what's great about this so what you're saying is what's great about this is so I say you're a single mum, or maybe you're a 12-year-old a, a, a guy you want to take into school. Uh, this is this is this is this is the one for you. I've got a mate, I've got a mate Donny uh, that I used to work with, and he used to before doing like websites and that. Carry on. He worked in I think Comet or Dixon's or somewhere, and he told us about uh, the top system. They had this thing called the top system. Uh, and what it was was you say to a customer, um, so this telly here and this it does this and it does that. This one's perfect, isn't it? This one's perfect. Top, top, the top system. T O P. This one's perfect. This one's perfect. And he told me it didn't work. <laughs> I said to him, "Well, that's fucking good. Did, did it work?" Nah. The top system. <laughs> Disney work. But this is, one is like, perfect. They're Disney. short, so if one of them's not very good, there's another one along in a minute. That's, that's Don't ask it, she'll just like, fuck it, fuck it. You don't like that, here's another one, don't yeah. like that, fuck it. And, but I think it's weirdly, it's better as a, a, an actual book rather than a Kindle book. Because like that, you can just, with a Kindle book, you can't just go, I'm going to read this one, can you? You can't do that, you can't turn... I, Not I think so. I mean, you can go like that, but there is one story called Upside Down. Yeah, and that's why I was. That, I didn't want to give that away. I thought that was a good. Well, it's one story that's called one Upside Down. And well, it's Upside Down, and it's a wee story about how the fact you look like you're no reading this book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
so like if you're on a beach right now, it's gonna look pretty dodgy. <laughs> it's very, very enjoyable. I think you're gonna read, we'll do it at the end, but you're gonna try reading some stuff out then. But we must ah, be getting one story. Yeah, just we're, one. Getting, we're getting it. We're near. We, we can't go on forever, though. I'd quite like to go on forever. Uh, it's uh, no, it's, it's, I think that's just it's just so exciting. I think it's really nice to get a, 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 a comedic voice that is different than than everything else. You know, things, things are so homogenized and the same now. I think that I guess that I guess, but you sort of show that by coming through the internet and coming your own way, you can get to TV. But can't you do all this stuff without the BBC anyway? Can't you, can well, you the, do the your t- well, without? People said that. People said, why don't you do a Kickstarter? Why don't you do a Patreon or Patreon or something. Why don't you do a Kickstarter thing? Yeah. I can't be fucked. I can't be <laughs> fucked. They've knocked it back and I said to my, my agent, Can you, could you get to Channel 4 and see if they want to see it? Nothing, nothing back. Nobody's came back even to say no. <laughs> so it's, that's kind of worse, you know. It's like, I'm going to bother replying to this cunt. <laughs> okay. Um, so but like I, you know, you're, but like this podcast. Like, I never know which guests are going to sell really quickly and which aren't. And sometimes they think, oh, that one will, that one won't. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. But out of all the podcasts, this one, uh, which, you know, you're not on, you're not on TV in England. Uh, and this one sold out. This is the first one announced and it sold out straight away. And you're all, all everybody. And all your... And all your the, the, the empty seats are people who've died since the, since no, sorry, I was in the last ask. two months because they bought their tickets then. two months ago. Uh, so you know, so there's a massive, and you doing you're doing a tour with the, with yeah, both book the book tour. and then with and with the TV shows and stuff. Let me live in January at the, at the Armadillo in Glasgow yeah. and uh, I the book tour thing. Yeah, and I'll be in Newcastle, Manchester, London. But you see, if you do all that live stuff and then you do, you know, you just do the, the internet stuff as if as a way of keeping that all going, and then doesn't you don't need the I money just from kind of. I just, I just love making things up and making up my stupid wee songs and all that, my wee techno things and um, wee pictures. And it's a boredom thing. It's like if you if you if you get bored really fucking easily, and you're looking for things and films to watch and programs to watch. I don't really like it. I don't like that film. Don't like it. You should watch this. You watch it. I don't fucking like it. So many things you don't fucking like. You just can't help. You want to make it yourself. You can't help. You know, like uh, fucking. You're just, it's, it's, it's mind-numbing, you feel like you're staring at a fucking blank wall day in, day out, and then you're like, I need to make something or I'm going to go fucking mental. I just love making uh, uh, bits and bobs. Yeah. Up. Well, it's very varied. I mean, your vines are kind of almost like performance art rather than, aren't they? I mean, there's, there's stuff of all... I saw one of them, someone's put them all in a row. I and it's like it, watching I... some kind of 1920s surrealist <laughs> Salvador Dali film, you know, someone waking up and masturbating. Aye, and... Aye. Uh, that was, that was kind of like my early Vine stage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know, like if you go into Wikipedia, you see early years, this stage, <laughs> that stage. To begin with, I didn't know what it is. There was a lot of kind of wanking stuff and kind of, oh, creepy faces and fast editing. And, but I, I made up that one hour, 600 Vine super compilation. <laughs> and... Uh, I've not, I kind of don't date anymore. See, once I've made up that compilation, once I got to like an hour, that's an hour of vines, thought, that's a kind of fucking right. So if I make more vines, that's another fucking hour, that's another 600. And I just sort of lost interest after that, just started in vines of me making fucking bread and things like that. <laughs> but, um, but some people liked them and some people have treated me saying that they've got into making bread. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of you out there this evening. 
I, I was in China. I follow your tweets. You go cycling, you make bread. You're quite proud of your bread. I like those ones. I've not made it for a while, but I, 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 love, yeah. I love my cycling. Yeah. Um, I've not actually cycled for a while either. No. I don't know what. Fucking. Nah, that's why there's not a lot of vines. I'm not, I'm not doing much. My cheese days. It's really good to be down here. <laughs> uh, Gets me to this. But you're very honest on Twitter as well about. I mean, you were talking about your medication you were taking and yeah. your depression on Twitter, mm -hmm. and that's that's kind of that's another side. To it. So it's it, it's hard to read because sometimes you're so sarcastic and sometimes you're Aye, funny, people, and then sometimes you're really sincere. Aye, there were people saying that you fucking prick. Like I've <laughs> I've got this wee column uh, where I search for my name, <laughs> like in TweetDeck. Uh, it's, 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 it's like you have to do that it's research uh, on your brand. Um, it's not a vanity search thing here, it's not, it's just brand building. I've got this column, Lemmy just searches for Lemmy, yeah, yeah. and then you do see people going like that. Fucking Lemmy's a fucking prick for joking about that. And when I'm being serious, yeah, I'm yeah. saying that I, I'm taking antidepressants, I'm coming after them, or mental health stuff. That fucking prick, that prick's unfollowed. You know, like people have said that, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm joking because a day joke about things like that's my that's my dad i died now <laughs> nah he hasn't really <laughs> not anybody gives a fuck but it's just a funny thing to say it's <laughs> a funny thing to say for no reason just uh really uh pretty devastating i don't think i've actually ever done my dad's deed but things like that yeah. like ah, it's my that's my uh, my dad's died everybody uh, <laughs> sorry hear that mate sorry nah i'm not kidding <laughs> <laughs> It's good hearing it come out, and you're not even making a big joke about oh, he died in a plane crash, something that probably wouldn't happen, but ah, my dad died, uh, something up with his lungs. He's got a lung thing. Uh, I think. Um, I think is he, he isn't his kind of last legs in a way. No, really, he wouldn't like me. <laughs> he wouldn't like me saying that because he doesn't think he is, but he doesn't know how much he's changed in the last five years. Now. He's fucking shadow. Shadow is falling asleep. He came around the other day, he's kind of wee black, aye. Aye, you know, kind of like, uh, it's not quite, quite enough, the, the eyes or something. I'm like, fuck me, man, that's what's what going to happen to me. That's what's going to happen to me. I'm going to have to look after him. Fuck that, man. Fuck that. <laughs> like you, Dad, I remember a few years ago you said, if you were ever in a state that your dad was in, remember you said you had to fucking wipe his ass and clean his shite away. Son, if I ever get in that state, kill me. You still, well, that's, that's still, that's still, <laughs> you still mean that. You're a man of your word, didn't you? You're a man of your word, didn't you? Did I say that? Aye, you fucking did. See, you don't remember, do you? See, you're starting to remember anything. Uh. <laughs> But I think no, I think it's I, I, I love joking about those uh, those sort of subjects. I think it's um, people uh, well, a people don't understand what comedy's about. I'm just think, think, I'm just thinking actually, if what would happen if I if I tweeted oh my dad's died and then I find out a few minutes later he fucking <laughs> did if I keep that tweet there, or going no, no he really has died, <laughs> I would probably just keep it there. Go fuck it. That was a joke, but they don't know that. <laughs> keep it going. Fuck it. Yeah, yeah, did know, so may as well. It's a waste, a waste of fucking type it again. There's a lot of prep, I've got a lot of preparation for the funeral. I don't have the time to go back and say, oh, it was a joke. Just keep my tweet. <laughs> Best use of time. <laughs> oh yeah, you'll never believe us, fucking did die. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
joke. Look, look, don't believe me, fucking picture him. If he dies, if he dies between this podcast being recorded and the podcast going out, would you like to take this bit out or leave it in? No, keep, keep it in. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, in fact, I could say right now, you could edit this in. Yeah. I have a feeling my dad's going to die in the next couple of months. Why he's laughing? I have a, I have a feeling. Mm. Have you feeling that? I mean, I, I hope it's not true, and if it is true, then people, you know, will probably then inundate me with requests, with, with money, to, to contact the loved ones and all that, and, and I don't mind that if that happens. With my fingers crossed, my fucking dad I know, man. What have you done to me? <laughs> That's the rat race we're all in, though, you know what I mean? Wish, you know, just for a bit of money, you know, I'm hoping my dad dies, no, fuck. Rat race. I think, you know, but comedy can cover these subjects. Mm. I think, but I, that's for me. I mean, we've talked this in a couple of podcasts this time around, but, it's, but to joke about it to me isn't to, isn't to not be taking the subject seriously. Yeah. It's, confr- you know, A, it's a joke, mm-hmm. so it's not real. Yeah. If, you know, if, if he, what, he had died and you were laughing about it, that's one thing. You know, but even that would be a sort of... It's, it's, everyone deals with this stuff yeah. in a different way. It's kind of annoying. I mean, that Twitter reaction of, oh, you, can't, you mustn't ever joke about this I... subject. It's and you kind of go, well, that is not for you, but it, for other people, they'll find that yeah. an easier way to cope with death or mental illness or whatever. I mean, I did a sketch in, in Lemmy's show, and it feels weird saying Lemmy's show. Like I'm talking about myself in third person. And, and, you know, and Lemmy's show, Lemmy asked me to be on his show. That's what it was called. And, like saying my series sounds a wee bit like, oh, my series, you might have heard about it. Oh. Um, it, was, it was based on a webcam that I did. Uh, it's called Ekida. It was called. And, and it's, um, it's like a, a guy with a kind of beard and his hair all combed back and he's all, oh, come in and get you here! And he's taking, he's taking the egg, he's at, he's at a club and he's fucking dancing, he's taking pills so that he fucking has a heart attack. Oh boy, stop, somebody stop my daffy dancing, he's got a heart hanging. I'm oh, coming to get you here, yes! I'm gonna tell you my life. And that was based on the web, a webcam I did one night because I was saying to people, what do you want me to wear? And it's, uh, do you want me to wear uh, my comfies? A suit? What, they said a suit? And then I had a beard and they said, I'm going to shave it, do you want me to shave it off completely? A goatee, a goatee, they said, and then, what about my hair? And then, everything that I did with the hair comb back and this goatee and everything, I looked like my da. And then I had this dance music on and I just kind of naturally went, started dancing and I thought, I look like my da who's dancing in the Ekis and sort of popped in my mind that, like, he's taking the Ekis in order to fucking die, you know, in order to get a heart attack. Oh, this is the way I want to go, son. I miss you, ma. And I was, I was fucking howling myself because my ma is dead, you know. And I pictured my dad doing that, and and you know, I find that fucking hysterical. It's it's terrible, but I, I, I fucking love it. I just pictured my dad. Oh, I miss your ma. I miss you. <laughs> I miss your ma kind of greeting and dancing and gone for it. I miss my dad. I, I fucking love that, I, I love that, but other people, they wouldn't find that offensive, right? Because it's not really about them, no. it's, but uh, it's just one of the fucking things. You, there's people who, I, I see it kind of like, like Grand Theft Auto was talking about before, like, there's people who think that uh, they, they either can't or don't want it or have trouble distinguishing between, like, jokes and what you, what you really mean. I mean, I can joke about terrible things. Yeah. But I still fucking care about it. I can joke about maybe something terrible happening to my son, 
yet I don't fucking want it to happen. Um, and other people, they can't joke about that. They don't want it, that's too terrible a thing. And I'm wired this way, and people are wired another way. And and, um, and, and it's almost like some people, you, you just kind of get people like they're mingling. You should, they shouldn't be rubbing shoulders because there's no fucking common ground. It's like we should all be living in separate fucking zones. <laughs> or some people who get like really, really sensitive people there and people who don't give a fuck there <laughs> and then see how it goes and then maybe and I would maybe go to the people who don't give a fuck zone or city or metropolis <laughs> and then somebody says hi hi your mom's dead your mom's a cow I go wait what <laughs> what oh so you're not going to get offended no, no well, I don't know about that actually and then maybe there'd be different wee factions and wee suburbs and all that or yeah. what you're into what you can take <laughs> and all that do you worry so, that in this city, that if all the insensitive people live together with no one to control them, they might just get worse and worse and get, and then start doing bad things as well as saying bad things? Maybe that's maybe that's how ISIS came about. Yeah, maybe it is. <laughs> you know, it'd be you funny know. if we stuck four guys in a cage and swung them in the water. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, I just. <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm going to cross the border into Turkey now. Fuck that, man. Fuck that. Uh, I, but, you know, it's terrible what happened. <laughs> Some bastards, man. This audience here, uh, Any journalist later, focus on the audience. <laughs> Brian, uh, let me look, look saddened. Disappointed with the audience. <laughs> the problem with this, it's too long for journalists to listen through to properly, so they never... It's the, unless, unless you Aye. say something very clearly Aye. that they can pick out. Yeah. You've been, you've been fine. Aye. They won't be... They won't for be. The, probably good for the book anyway. Like that, you know, it's fucking shocking out of order. Yeah. I'm really, really sorry of what I said during... Uh, <laughs> I mean, p promoting the, the book, which is Daffy's yeah. Stories, which is etc, etc. Do you want to read one of your stories to the audience now? Because I think we should probably wrap up. Do you, want, do, you want me to, do you want me to be here while you do that, or do you want me to go away? Do you want me to end? No, no, I'd like you to stay. Well, we could end, and then we could end after it. And I'll, do, I'll go... <laughs> I've read this, I've read this one. I'm no laughing because I've already read it, you see. It's hilarious the first time, but... I don't know, it's not funny anywhere. He reads it. Um, well, I could read it. I mean, we could stop, to, and then I could to... read it after it. Well, I don't know what you want to do. Do you want it to be in the podcast, or do you want it not to be in the podcast? Um... I'll, I'll do it just now then. Okay, let's do it now. You's up for that? <laughs> Fantastic. Hear a little story. I can't. All hear right. It. Let's see how this goes. This is the this is the first time I'm reading one of my stories, at, and I hope you's like it, because if you don't, fucked. Because <laughs> it's all written now. It's all written now. Right. Um, this one's called The Size of Sally. Let the story commence. <laughs> there was something up with Sally. She wasn't feeling too well. She felt sluggish and stiff. She felt heavy. That wasn't right. No for somebody like her. Somebody who kept herself fit and active. Yet she felt like an old woman. An old woman who smokes 60 a day and eats burgers for breakfast. <laughs> She went to the doctor, and right away he could tell something was up. 
So much so that when she walked into the room, he sprung at his chair to help her get to her seat. She was in a bad way. When she sat down, he asked her if she'd been getting enough exercise. She told him that wasn't it. He asked her if she smoked or liked a drink or whatever. She shook her head. He asked her if she'd been feeling down, if there had been a bereavement, if she was prone to mood swings. She said there was none of that. There was nothing she could explain. She'd looked it all up in the NHS site, forums and everything else. There was just no explanation. There weren't any lumps, there wasn't any pain. The stiffness wasn't in any one place, it was oil. She was starting to lose her patience. And then she collapsed. <laughs> the doctor phoned an ambulance and she was rushed to the hospital where they prodded and poked and did some scans. There appeared to be something wrong with the scanning machine. It was getting some strange results. So they did another round. But it was the same thing. That couldn't be right. It couldn't be. They scanned somebody else, they were fine. Then another, they were fine as well. Then they scanned Sally once more. But there were these strange, strange results yet again. Sally's heart monitor started going haywire. They were going to have to operate. The surgeon started with one of her fingers, somewhere inconspicuous, a small cut at the end of her left thumb. He was reluctant to jump in he'd first with a slice right down her belly, regardless of what the scans said, because the scans defied belief. He just wanted a peek. He pulled the skin apart of the cut and saw that the scans were right. Dear God! He cut open the rest of her fingers, then her arms, then everything. He cut her open like a teddy bear being torn apart at the seams and revealed what was inside. It was Sally. <laughs> inside Sally was Sally. Another Sally. <laughs> it was like the inner Sally had been wearing an outside Sally as some kind of Sally suit. But now it was gone, and she woke up feeling refreshed and reinvigorated. Back to her old self, albeit a wee bit smaller. <laughs> they peeled away the rest of her skin, got her all cleaned up, and then they asked her what she wanted to be called. She couldn't keep her old name, she was a new person in effect. The, the computer wouldn't allow it. <laughs> she liked her name though, so she says, I know. Call me Sally Two. <laughs> Sally Two walked to the hospital and right back into her life, feeling better than ever, faster, lighter. After a month or two, she, she began to slow down, but she put that down to her body, just settling in. <laughs> then, no long after that, she started to feel even slower, sluggish and stiff heavy, until she didn't feel too well at all. Then she collapsed. An ambulance was phoned and back to the hospital she came from, some air prodding and poking and another few scans, only this time there was no hesitation. She was wheeled to the operating theatre as quick as a flash, for the surgeon cut off a heap to toe with one big swisher of knife, like she was a box of flat pack furniture. <laughs> and inside Sally too was, you guessed it, Another Sally, Sally three. 
Sally 3 was smaller again, but identical in every other way. She woke up, refreshed and reinvigorated, before getting cleaned up, dressed and walking right out of there, feeling even better than before. Two weeks later, she was back, and out popped an even smaller Sally. Oh. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> Sally 4 walked right out of there, before collapsing in the hospital car park. Back she came and out popped Sally. Yes, who collapsed right there on the bed. Sally Six was fine though for the best part of a year. But then she died. She was taken to the morgue where they cut her open for a post-mortem. Only to find Sally Seven. <laughs> Did. <laughs> they cut her open only to find Sally Eight. Also did. <laughs> so was Sally Nine. But when they cut her open, to their surprise, out popped Sally Ten, refreshed and reinvigorated. <laughs> and all round they go. All two footier. <laughs> but then she died. Fuck's sake. <laughs> they decided to bury Sally Ten. To put her out the misery this Russian doll carry on. To let the woman have some peace, for heaven's sake. Plus, it's a nice round number, isn't it? <laughs> so they put her in a coffin and stuck her in the ground. Some years passed when they mentioned a Sally one to ten. But after a while, people began to talk. They began to wonder. Sally ten was dead, aye, but what about Sally eleven? Or Sally twelve? What had they done? And what would they find? So out came the shovels and the coffin was dug up. As curious as they were, nobody was in any rush to be the one to open it. The surgeon stepped forward, quite rightly. <laughs> he leaned down and pulled off the lid, then stood aghast at what was inside. The coffin was full to the brim, with layer upon layer a dried up Sally skin. It was like puff pastry. It looked like all that crumpled paper you get inside a shoebox. Except on these shoes. And these Sally. Sally was gone. They cleaned out the coffin carefully, looking for what might be a wee Sally 15 or a tiny Sally 30. Or a minuscule Sally O'Hunner. They couldn't find her. Not even with a microscope. Not even with the best microscope in the world, mate. <laughs> but she was there. Sally a thousand? Higher. Sally a million? Much higher. Sally... A billion? Even not. Billion. I thought I said a billion. Even higher than that. <laughs> and therefore, even smaller. So small that she had slipped between the fibres of the coffin. Then she slipped into the space between the atoms. And then she slipped between space itself. <laughs> so small that she slipped between hours, minutes and seconds. 
She slipped between the smallest definition of a moment. She slipped between time. She was so small that she slipped between knowledge. Infinitesimally small. She slipped between and beyond understanding itself. Now, think for a moment about how small that is. Try and wrap your head around something so small. Can you do it? Well, see that size? That's your dad's cock. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, Living Legend.